Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. Paradise Lost by John Milton Book 11, Lines 683-913 through 913. The Archangel Michael explains to Adam the vision he has just seen. To whom thus Michael, These are the product of those ill-mated marriages thou sawest, where good with bad were matched, who of themselves abhor to join, and, by imprudence mixed, produce prodigious births of body or mind. Such were these giants, men of high renown, for in those days might only shall be admired, and valor and heroic virtue called, to overcome in battle and subdue nations, and bring home spoils with infinite manslaughter, shall be held the highest pitch of human glory. And for glory done of triumph, to be styled great conquerors, patrons of mankind, gods and sons of gods, destroyers rightly are called, and plagues of men. Thus fame shall be achieved, renown on earth, and what most merits fame, in silence hid. But he, the seventh from thee, whom thou beheldst the only righteous in a world perverse, and therefore hated, therefore so beset with foes, for daring single to be just, and utter odious truths that God would come to judge them with his saints. Him, the Most High wrapped in a balmy cloud with winged steeds, did, as thou sawest, receive, to walk with God, high in salvation and the climes of bliss, exempt from death, to show thee what reward awaits the good, the rest what punishment, which now direct thine eyes, and soon behold. He looked, and saw the face of things quite changed. The brazen throat of war had ceased to roar. All now was turned to jollity and game, to luxury and riot, feast and dance, marrying or prostituting, as befell, rape or adultery, where passing fair allured them, thence from cups to civil broils. At length a reverend sire among them came, and of their doings great dislike declared, and testified against their ways. He oft frequented their assemblies, where so met triumphs or festivals, and to them preached conversion and repentance, as to souls in prison, under judgments imminent. But all in vain, which when he saw, he ceased contending, and removed his tents far off. Then from the mountain hewing timber tall, began to build a vessel of huge bulk, measured by cubit, length and breadth, and height, smeared round with pitch, and in the side a door contrived, and of provisions laid in large for man and beast, when lo, a wonder strange, of every beast and bird and insect small came sevens and pairs, and entered in as taught their order. Last the sire and his three sons, with their four wives, and God made fast the door. Meanwhile the south wind rose, and with black wings wide hovering all the clouds together drove from under heaven, the hills to their supply vapor and exhalation dusk and moist, sent up amain. And now the thickened sky like a dark ceiling stood, 
down rushed the rain impetuous, and continued, till the earth no more was seen. The floating vessel swum, uplifted, and secure with beaked prow rode tilting o'er the waves. All dwellings else flood overwhelmed, and them with all their pomp deep under water rolled. Sea covered sea, sea without shore, and in their palaces, where luxury late reigned, sea monsters whelped and stabled. Of mankind so numerous late, all left in one small bottom swum embarked. How didst thou grieve then, Adam, to behold the end of all thy offspring, end so sad, depopulation, thee another flood of tears and sorrow a flood, thee also drowned and sunk thee as thy sons, till gently reared by the angel, on thy feet thou stoodest at last, though comfortless, as when a father mourns his children, all in view destroyed at once, and scarce to the angel utterest thus thy plaint. O oh, visions ill foreseen! Better had I lived ignorant of future, so had borne my part of evil only, each day's lot enough to bear. Those now that were dispensed the burden of many ages on me light at once, by my foreknowledge gaining birth abortive to torment me ere their being with thought that they must be. Let no man seek henceforth to be foretold what shall befall him or his children. Evil he may be sure, which neither his foreknowing can prevent. And he the future evil shall no less in apprehension than in substance feel grievous to bear. But that care now is past. Man is not whom to warn. Those few escaped famine and anguish will at last consume, wandering that watery desert. I had hope. When violence was ceased and war on earth, all would have then gone well. Peace would have crowned with length of happy days the race of man. But I was far deceived, for now I see peace to corrupt no less than war to waste. How comes it thus? Unfold, celestial guide, and whether here the race of man will end. To whom thus, Michael, those whom last thou sawest in triumph and luxurious wealth, are they first seen in acts of prowess eminent and great exploits, but of true virtue void? Who, having spilt much blood and done much, wast subduing nations, and achieved thereby fame in the world, high titles, and rich prey, shall change their course to pleasure, ease, and sloth, surfeit, and lust, till wantonness and pride raise out of friendship hostile deeds in peace. The conquered also, and enslaved by war, shall, with their freedom lost, all virtue lose, and fear of God, from whom their piety feigned in sharp contest of battle, found no aid against invaders. Therefore, cooled in zeal, thenceforth shall practice how to live secure, worldly or dissolute, on what their lords shall leave them to enjoy, for the earth shall bear more than enough that temperance may be tried. So all shall turn degenerate, all depraved, justice and temperance, truth and faith forgot.
one man except, the only son of light in a dark age, against example good, against allurement, custom, and a world offended, fearless of reproach and scorn, the grandchild, with twelve sons increased, departs from Canaan to a land hereafter called Egypt, divided by the river Nile. See where it flows, disgorging at seven mouths into the sea. To sojourn in that land he comes, invited by a younger son in time of dearth, a son whose worthy deeds raise him to be the second in that realm of Pharaoh. There he dies, and leaves his race growing into a nation, and now grown suspected to a sequent king, who seeks to stop their overgrowth as inmate guests or violence. He of their wicked ways shall them admonish, and before them set the paths of righteousness. How much more safe and full of peace, denouncing wrath to come on their impenitence, and shall return of them derided. But of God observed the one just man alive, by his command shall build a wondrous ark, as thou beheldst, to save himself and household from amidst a world devote to universal rack. No sooner he, with them of man and beast select for life, shall in the ark be lodged and sheltered round, but all the cataracts of heaven set open on the earth shall pour rain day and night. All fountains of the deep broke up shall heave the ocean to usurp beyond all bounds till inundation rise above the highest hills. Then shall this mount of paradise, by might of waves, be moved out of his place, pushed by the horned flood, with all his verdure spoiled, and trees adrift, down the great river to the opening gulf, and there take root an island salt and bear, the haunt of seals and orcs and seamews clang, to teach thee that God attributes to place no sanctity, if none be thither brought by men who there frequent, or therein dwell. And now, what further shall ensue, behold. He looked, and saw the ark hull on the flood, which now abated, for the clouds were fled, driven by a keen north wind that, blowing dry, wrinkled the face of deluge as decayed, and the clear sun on his wide watery glass gazed hot and of the fresh wave largely drew as after thirst, which made their flowing shrink from standing lake to tripping ebb that stole with soft foot towards the deep, who now had stopped his sluices, as the heaven his windows shut. The ark no more now floats, but seems on ground, fast on the top of some high mountain fixed, and now the tops of hills as rocks appear. With clamor, thence, the rapid currents drive toward the retreating sea, their furious tide. Forthwith, from out the ark, a raven flies, and after him, the surer messenger, a dove sent forth once and again to spy green tree or ground whereon his foot may light. The second time returning, in his bill an olive leaf he brings. Pacific sign. Anon dry ground appears and from his ark the ancient sire descends with all his train. Then with uplifted hands and eyes devout, grateful to heaven, over his head beholds a dewy cloud, and in the cloud a bow, conspicuous with three lifted colors gay, betokening peace from God and covenants new. Whereat the heart of Adam, 
erst so sad, greatly rejoiced. And thus his joy broke forth. O thou, who future things canst represent as present, heavenly instructor, I revive at this last sight, assured that man shall live with all the creatures and their seed preserve. Far less I now lament for one whole world of wicked sons destroyed. Then I rejoice for one man found so perfect and so just that God vouchsafes to raise another world from him and all his anger to forget. But say, what mean those colored streaks in heaven distended as the brow of God appeased? Or serve they as a flowery verge to bind the fluid skirts of that same watery cloud, lest it again dissolve and shower the earth? To whom the archangel Dexterously thou aimest, so willingly doth God remit his ire, though late repenting him of man depraved. Grieved at his heart, when looking down he saw the whole earth filled with violence, and all flesh corrupting each their way. Yet those removed, such grace shall one just man find in his sight, that he relents, not to blot out mankind and makes a covenant never to destroy the earth again by flood, nor let the sea surpass his bounds, nor rain to drown the world with man therein, or beast. But when he brings over the earth a cloud, will therein set his triple-colored bow, whereon to look, and call to mind his covenant, day and night, seed-time and harvest, heat and hoary frost, shall hold their course, till fire purge all things new, both heaven and earth, wherein the just shall dwell. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we ought to be, and when we find ourselves in the place just right, twill be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right.